This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. Yeah. So come on, fellas. Let's do what we got to do. Let's do it. Got sure. Logic with me as always. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up, child? How y'all doing? Infinite Jewels. I'm good. I'm good. Welcome, brother. The one and only. The one and only. How y'all? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um... I, just, I think I'm going to uh, start this out at, with a little point guard conversation. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to poke around and see and, and hear and, you know, because I before we were talking earlier, right, we were already talking about West, Russell Westbrook. We already said, uh, you know, we spoke on that a little bit. I told you yeah. I connected with him because a couple nights ago I saw his hands rubbing on Bron's head like a genie. And how mad out. he was about it. He was so hot. He was he looked he looked as emotional as I've ever seen him really look. He started like whispering to himself, like that man touches me another time. I might swing on that dude. I don't even know. Like you could see him like fighting with his stuff about that. Like it was wild. It was wild. I, I I think I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna call it uh I spy for the little guys. I just wanna talk about the little guys. Pause. Let's do something. I, I wanna talk about it real quick. So so I want your opinion on of course the biggest news today. Harden going to the 76ers. So, okay. uh, Logic, if I could have your thoughts on that one first. Uh, okay. Who's the winner and loser? That's pretty there? simple. That's simple. I can't really say that there's a loser quite yet. Like, you know, if anything uh-huh. has taught us anything, if the Clippers thing has taught us anything, if the Brooklyn thing has taught us anything, if the Lakers thing taught us anything, it's that we can talk it up all we want to, but at the end of the day, it's not really on us communicating. It's on the players to play. And so we kind of have to watch how it works. But what I'm thinking is what Brooklyn did was got out from under a contract that was going to get kind of crazy. Harden's, you know, upcoming veteran level contract was going to be kind of crazy for him to be 35. You know what I'm saying? Getting, you know, Russell Westbrook money at like 35. That would have been a little bit more. They got a couple first round picks that they finagled into being top eight protected with the ability to switch the pick to multiple years. You know, if, if if you guys do the research and you really look at how they did it, they worded it in a way where they could take the first round pick yeah. for 2024, top eight protected, then switch it if they don't like what they see. And then they don't really get hit until I think it's like 2029 or something like that, where it's got to be two first round picks and some money if they just don't go through with it. But they have the option to kind of, you know, finesse it so it, it it puts Brooklyn in a great position going forward in the future. They got Steph brother, which is helpful for them because yeah. what they was missing was shooters and scorers and people I who mean, used them. It makes them super deep when Harris comes back too. They, they still and, don't have and Harris that was their issue. Yeah. They was very top. They had yeah. three guys and then a whole bunch of dudes we can't name right now. But now they kind of built some depth in there. They threw Andre Drummond in there. I don't know what happened to professional basketball when we stopped pretending like seven foot tall dudes that could foul real hard. I don't hard. get it. It's not important. I don't get it. Because I don't get it because PJ Tucker keep a job. And that's all because he relative. Oh, my God. Like, 
I can, let's give Andre Drummond a million dollars and some chicken nuggets and let him fire. Like, it seems to me like that's smart. But between that, the picks, I think the Ben Simmons possibility and the idea that if we have a semi-healthy KD, some version of a half-vaccinated Kyrie, at best, all you're really going to have to do is move the ball around and play some defense. So you, you're like super tight Yep. That'll work. I think that'll work. I think okay. that'll work specifically for him because it means you don't have to do anything different than you've no. always done. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I think that works for him. I think that puts him in a perfect space. So I think Brooklyn, just to wrap it up, I think Brooklyn won the trade. If, you know, every time we have a trade between a couple teams, we start to pick winners and losers. Right, right. I think Brooklyn won. I think Philadelphia, I think Daryl Morey tied himself to the weirdest shit. <laughs> Same shit he tied himself that drowned him for the Rockets, that drowned the entire Rockets organization. Look yeah. at their organization. It's in tatters. They don't have picks coming at no point. They don't have any trade value. They don't have, because Maury put all his chips on a beard. And so he's doing it again. Damn. And he lost some perimeter guys, and he lost some guys that were really complimentary to the main guy that needs to be the main guy, whether you got James Harden or not. The main guy need to be and be. That need to right, be the right. main guy. Well, but I mean, he makes no doubt about that. He's, de- he's definitely the main guy. So, I mean, he... But, he, but is it? Because one thing we know about James Harden is James Harden does not play off the basketball. He does not move. He does not scream. He does not roll. He does not do picks. He, does, he <laughs> doesn't do any of that. If the ball's not in my hand, I stand somewhere till I get the ball. Then I do what I need to do. Whereas you had some players who I don't think, you know, Seth Curry's, and I don't think they were the best players in the world, but I think they figured out how to work with Embiid, which made Embiid look a lot better because he looked like he was really in control of the entire offense. So I just don't know exactly how Philadelphia is going to look, but I know Brooklyn is going to look pretty good. So I got to say that Brooklyn, Brooklyn won. definitely won the trip. All right, infinite, infinite. Uh, do you have any thoughts in this area? What, what, what are your overall? I, I, I know, I, I know, we're talking about variables here. I know that I get that, but I want from you uh, a finite statement and kind of like draw it to one side or the other. Somebody's got to be a winner and a loser in this joint, and I think logic drew us a great picture. So I'm asking for the same from you. Uh, either way, both teams. Got to put up and shut up. Yeah, uh, Logic said that. Uh, yep. Those, dra- those draft, yeah, yeah, them draft picks. They kind of, <laughs> you know, they kind of fixed their their quick their quick scheme. You know, putting this super mm-hmm. mega team together. So, so now they have mm-hmm. a little insurance. So, I, yep. I, you know, they have a, they have favorite there. But you know, I, I might I, I might go. I still might go with Philly uh, because. Uh, if Harden gets back to Harden, because if Harden, let's just say if Harden was only operating at 35% on purpose in Brooklyn, where he was playing, and he goes all out this season, I'm not talking about any other season, for the remainder of the season, 
I think they can make a run this year. And Philly, you know, a lot of you are know Philly. Philly been acting weird for like the last ten years now. I mean, they they okay, they're weird. He, yeah, they're weird. way before Daryl, way before Daryl Moore got there. You know, they tanked, they tanked on purpose. But you know, I had a problem with them pushing their chips in because we got to be honest. <laughs> None of this really matters on on the Philly side. MB steps on a toenail and breaks his leg like he does at the end of every season. Uh, let's yeah. don't say that. Yeah. I hear you, but let's, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But, I mean, I but it's you. true. But, it's but that's true. offending the Philly yeah. fans because they know that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the possibility at all times. It starts going well. It starts looking good. And we're talking MVP. And then he yeah. falls down hard one time. Yeah. Like, one time. Wrap it up. So yeah, you start you start really offending Philly fans. We get a lot more than angry emails, okay? From Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nah, I get my cousins and them pulling up at the house. No, I get my cousins yeah. and them pulling up at the house. They're yeah. very reckless. <laughs> All right, go ahead, continue. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, you know, if I had to pick a side, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna go with Philly because you got two of the most dominant players. And you still have two backup. We, you know, we're not even talking about the two backup point guards they got for that team. So they still have insurance, you know what I'm saying, as far as spreading the floor out. Maxie's a beast. And um, who's the other uh, – you know who the other uh, kid is? He's, he's, he's nice too. He might not be the other uh, point guard that uh, – the, the other young uh, point guard they got. I'm, I'm, I, can't think I, I apologize. I'm not really – this year has been Familiar, so football-focused. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little bit behind gonna take me a couple yeah. of calls to get up to where I need right, to go. Right. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, I can I ask you a question though but... as we're talking about this? Yeah. Can I ask you a yeah, question? On. One yeah. of the questions that I want to ask is after everything you've seen, do you trust James Harden right now? Like you trust that? Like like your whole thing was if he does this and if he does that. Like it's like it's a switch that he could turn on and do you believe I, that at this point? I I'm just asking. No I'm not. I'm not judging. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm saying I trust him no exactly. less than KD or Kyrie to come through at the end of the day. Okay. The issue with KD is usually health, not the switch for me. Either way, say for me. Either way, yeah. It's either way, you still gotta be there. Kyrie right? is definitely yeah. a, a similar component, yeah. except I personally don't think the top level of Kyrie is the same as the top level of James Harden. I don't think so. Oh, oh, I think the oh, top oh. levels of James Harden is actually a lot better. Yeah, but a lot he better, seems yeah. to be in charge of that yeah. level. And I don't know personally for me, that's why I'm asking you. Oh, yeah. If you can trust it, because just a second ago you were saying, you know, the assumption might be for you that he was only giving 35% in Brooklyn. Yeah. To me, that's because we don't like oh, absolutely. how do you judge the what stops you from giving thirty eight percent in yeah. Philadelphia if it's not going well? Like what? Yeah, how that, you, you know if you chance. do that if that's what so, you do if you say oh this isn't working so you know I'm just gonna have ass. Yep. How's that gonna work? And why would yeah. I buy into that? Like that's not necessarily what I want to put my future on. I don't want to give up multiple first round picks for a dude who could come here and say potentially I don't like cheese steak. Fuck it. I don't play. <laughs> you know why? Which you know why? Do. You know why you know why, bro? Because if they why? this this organization don't care about tanking. They don't care. They'll do whatever scumbag shit they need to do to get ahead. So if it doesn't work out this year or maybe next year, 
they'll do they'll go right back to their scumbag ways, do it all over again. Daryl Morey will get fired, but I hear you. I understand why you said it. It don't matter. I, I, it don't matter. It's but more of an organizational structure thing that you. Would. There you go. That makes there, sense. There that makes. I can. I can. Go. I don't agree, but I can understand why you say that because you just know that they don't have no levels of self-deprecation. Like they'll just yeah do whatever, do whatever. to get back. They showed you. Yeah. They showed yeah. you already. Yeah. Yeah. They showed you already. It's a history. Maybe before Daryl Moore. Daryl Moore only been there for, for 18 months, dog. They've been scumbags. They've been scumbags. So, yeah, just like you just said, it's organizational. Organizational, bro. So, they throw the chips in. They're going to see what's happening. Hopefully, B doesn't trip over, over a foul and, you know, do what he do. And they're going to run it. That's it. Damn. All right. Well, look, uh, at this point, I would like to mention listener Cassandra. Um, she said that this is logic over everything. And a lot of times when I speak, I take the logic out of things. So <laughs> I want to okay. shout out it's, her it's... real quick. <laughs> and, and then I, I want to tell you my thoughts on this trade because Please do. If, if Drummond, Seth and Simmons add to the way the add to the, uh, Brooklyn Nets, the way I think they will, uh, I, I will now see them in the conference finals. And if Harden goes off with Joel and B and starts doing what they do, uh, each of them together for the 76ers, yeah. I can see them, you know, and, and a nice game for me would be the Nets versus the, the 76ers. Just, just cause, just cause I want to see that. Like why, why can't yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that would be awesome. It makes absolutely we can see how no this really sense. work. You brothers yeah, laid out the groundwork. Really we got uh, we got two teams with with question marks everywhere, everywhere. But 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 Philly has the most. Philly has the most because they only have they 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 have the most because they are riding the hardest on a thirty five year old with a huge contract, and and then you know Embiid, I mean he's great right <laughs> now. That's the same thing I said about him the other year, and you know then they then they compared Randall and then they said oh well Randall may be better you know. And that's just because mm-hmm. Embiid got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt. He gets hurt every hurt. year. Right. He gets hurt. Yep. And I hate to put that on people because you can't, not to cut you off, bro. No, no, but you, you can't. You can't do anything about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing I think Embiid can do to make his seven foot eight body more resilient. He's not nope. right. A robot. He can't. He's not Wolverine. Like you can't do nothing with that. Like there's nothing you can do to really, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the things he can do with a basketball. The way he moves as a guy that large yeah. with that much height, yeah. it's only natural that you can only do it a little bit at a time. Lord knows you. We hope you can't do it forever. You're not Will Chamberlain, like you know. But uh, it becomes an issue. Where as you rate him as high as you can, you always have to keep in your mind that every game could go a different way if that fall happens, if this happens, if that happens, if this happens, if that happens. And that's one of the reasons why a guy goes as hard as he can for James Harden or something. Like, that's why you do that. That's the only reason I think you can talk to other people and like do that. Because you're like, if this is our star, if this is our main guy, he's great. He's awesome. 
he's played seven years. He's been hurt five of them. Like, what do we, what do we, you know, like you got the new Anthony Davis type dude. Like he's nice when he's nice. Till it happens. So we gotta have something in the reserve. Mm. And so then you you push, but you also take away from the future by pushing. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you I'm think. glad you ended about the future because then now I have the infinite question. A lot of times yeah. on this on this cast, I go out my way to uh trigger trigger you uh logic on the seventy eight <laughs> million for Evan Fournier. Okay. A lot of times. Okay. But today I wanna put very one, quickly before you can say very quick, $78 million, $78 million. Do you okay. think- we, we, we can't go down that road. Can't go down that okay. road. I just okay. gotta But ask, just really quickly though. Really I gotta, quickly. No, I gotta ask Infinite about his guy. You too. Because ask he has about Evan Fournier million on his team too. His name is Bradley Beal. Oh, I no, wanna talk no, to Infinite. No. And that is where we have to stop. Bradley Bill is a multiple all-star. Bradley Bill shoots, I don't know, Listen 40, to your brother first, the and field. then you respond to him. Well, okay. Listen to, I'm listen sorry, to sir. Infinite. I'm sorry, sir. I'm Bradley Bill, is he a cancer, or is he the answer? Infinite, go ahead. You might as well at the time, I'd rather give Evan Fournier a 158 <laughs> max contract, okay? And that's just hate. And that's just hate. That's, it, it, it's, 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 I'm going to let you finish. Logic. But I yeah, just want logic. you to know oh, that that's what's going to stop anybody, really, that's rational from really trying to play for y'all organization. Because of how y'all talk. My organization <laughs> is stupid. So everybody want to play for us, especially if you're not. Because you know you can get $78 million. So it's like a whole bunch of mediocre basketball players. Like, I hope the Knicks yeah, call yeah. me. Cause I can get, like, 65 from them. Like, I could just get a check. Like, I could get the bag. And, but with the Wizards fans, it's like, hey, I bleed for y'all. And they're just like, oh, well, I'd rather have Evan Fournier. It's like, what? What? Please. At least, at least Evan Fournier is able to walk on his tippy toes right now. Once again, for the fourth year okay. out of six years, okay. Bradley Bill is out for the season. Do you yeah. think he's really hurt? Because I don't. Do you it, think he's really matter. hurt? Because I don't. It doesn't matter. Lobby at this point doesn't matter. I think he's trying he's to gone. force a trade that they're not trying to force because they just went and got Porzingis because they want him to have a sell me. <laughs> like here no, he, he, they could have. So I just want no, to trade him. Yeah, no, they couldn't trade him because he was injured. That's why they couldn't yeah. trade him. You know, no, they could have traded him <laughs> three weeks before he was injured, but they won't. They want no, they, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They want they to hang on to him. That's my point. They do. That's, my, that's been my... Yeah. <clears throat> he should have been gone three years ago. Three years ago, like I've been saying, he should have been out of here. So once again, now we got to get through this again. <laughs> like I said, if you had moved rough... I, mean, I understand you. I understand you. If you can, just solidify your position for the listeners. So what is your position about Brandon? Just solidify. Your, the, the, the title phrase is your catches will kill you. <clears throat> you can't sit on something that's been here. Like like I keep saying, he's isn't that like he's in his fourth year, his third year, his fifth year, sixth year? No. His brother's been here a decade. Okay. Fully roster teams to go get a chance. To go get a chill. Everything he needed. 
what have the what have the results been at the best? What's the best season? Best since he's been here? What maybe a forty two, forty three win season? Maybe forty five at the most. Not only here before the season started, I told you I I purposely you know I usually don't do this type of shit. I purposely sat down and watched those pressers before the season started, and he was thrilled <laughs> to reduce his role on his team. Is that he not? Is oh, and we're talking about Bradley Bill, the leader, the so-called leader of the team, one of the uh, reduced roles. Okay, and that's something we can talk about another time. We definitely don't have to delve into that right now. Right. But the yeah. issue is this: you're saying that the best player on the team, the guy that you would assume to be the leader of the team, was happy to relinquish certain positions and certain responsibilities. For someone else. Yeah, and that's just fair to say, okay, maybe I said it wrong. You can say, maybe, if possible, the guy that we assume to be the leader is trying to relinquish some of that. Maybe I said it wrong. If if you see it a different way, throw that out. Okay. So the leader is trying to relinquish some responsibility. This is just for you. This is just for the Wizards fans. This is for anybody that's listening to the Wizards, just because I I don't understand how the thought process is with the fan base, and I very much don't understand what the thought process is for the organization. It just seems so weird to me. I know my team is stupid, but we do stupid things consistently, so I get that. Yeah, I do weirdly smart and stupid things at the same time. This is the idea for me. And this is more of a question than it is. When did Bradley Bill become the leader of the team? When did that happen? In your opinion, as a fan? Uh, As a fan, uh, probably within the last, I mean, right as John Ball went down with his injury, you know, whatever year that was, 2017, I think? 17, 18 season? Yeah, Are we sure that Bradley Bill ever wanted to be the leader? Walked around like it. He walked around like it. He's the title for. No, I understand yeah. what you're saying, and I, I'm just yeah. asking questions, but I'm trying to like to oh, like a, a a pathway to a better understanding. Not for you. You get it. You're a fan. Like for me, as somebody who's just watching it from afar, because I see a guy who they maneuvered some stuff around to make the dude. Then he did stuff as the dude. And then they didn't do shit to make it better. It it, it almost felt a lot like what we were talking about earlier with my next for Julius Randle. It felt like what you did is you saw a dude ball the fuck out. Right. And then you said, I'm going to take the money and get Davis Bertrands and some other European dudes and then you got to make this work. And he's like, I got to keep making this work. Maybe I don't want to keep making this work. Maybe that's what I want to do. And in that position, it makes sense for you to say trade him. But trade him for what? Do uh, what? Without paying the whole thing. The, the, <laughs> to go get the next star. But once again, he got the upgrade, Thomas. You, you're talking like they didn't get the upgrade. They got the upgrade this season. And what you know was what that upgrade did for him? Uh, what Kuzma, was the upgrade? I'm asking. What was the upgrade? Coos, KCP, you bought Death on the team, but you know, you know, for these last three, four, five seasons, they ain't had no Death, bro. They finally had Death. Okay, and I can, I, I can understand Gaff. it. I can understand it. Yeah. I can understand. You love Gaff. You love Gaff, right? 
How many times have you talked about Gafford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. But that's that's what I think your organization has done better than anything. I think what you're calling the upgrade is ragtag dudes that, like, KCP is a veteran ragtag dude. He's Kuzma, not any Kuzma better the best player. than he is with anybody else. Kuzma is the best player. Kuzma is the best player Kuzma, on that team. Kuzma needs to be the best player on his team, but Kuzma's there not consistent. So I'm not giving Kuzma anything I wouldn't no, he's, not consistent. he's not consistent. No, no, not really. No, he's had his moments. I've watched him. No, he's, he's had his moments, been, he's, and he's great. They've been running. They've been running plays for him. They've been running plays for him. I in think the he's a great player. Let me say. Let me say. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and you're the fan, so I'm always gonna rely on your opinion more than mine. So if that's what you sure. say, if you see more plays being run for him, I'll go. With Joe, how many times have we talked? What I'll say is that. Joe, how many times have we? Joe, how many yeah, times have we talked about his clutch plays this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many I mean, times when we talk? they need a play, when they need a play, okay. Kuzma is always. Uh, and and always listen, listen, I'm always going to defer to the fan of the team. You understand what I'm saying? If right. we're talking about the Knicks. I, you're going to defer to me because I watch the games and I'm into that. Right. As a Wizards fan, if that's what you say, I'm going to defer to what I'm trying to get to and where I'm trying to make the pathway to is what I see as the biggest issue. And it's kind of an issue that as a Knicks fan, I think I understand with Washington Wizards is what makes you think anybody wants to be a star there right now. Doesn't matter. You got a draft. Yeah, that's what draft. Okay, but the draft gives you somebody who could be the star until he becomes the person that wants to leave. If you don't change the issue that caused the last guy to leave, you can't expect the new guy you draft to stay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No, I get you. But but we make sense. Yeah, yeah. John Wall, and then you drafted. Bradley did, and then it didn't right. work. And I don't think it didn't work because the basketball wasn't good. There was some health issues, there was some other issues, yeah. and there was definitely right. some organizational issues. So they played the two against each other, made it different types of stuff. Then they sold one right. out the way for the other one. Then they went and got Russell Westbrook to be next to the other one, and that you know, it's just a weird kind of synopsis of we're not going to do this. You know, it's, it, Philadelphia just did the same thing, but they picked one of them and they picked the right one. It's, it's like this one. It's like we picked both of the wrong ones because neither one of these people won't be here. Anymore. And you're saying that what we should do is trade them and just pick another dude. No problem. That could be good until he figures out where he's playing at and then he won't leave too. Like, what can the organization do to make people stay? Logic. They, they, they've been there for. They were there for ten years. They weren't. That's what I'm saying. They've been there for ten years, bro. You're talking like they've just been there for a couple of years. They've yeah. been there. That's fair. You know what That's I'm saying? Fair. No, they've no, no. I, I, I'm kind of looking at it through the lenses of the glasses that I wear about myself. So I understand that sometimes yeah, exactly. I might yeah, be a little short sighted. And I okay. And yeah, can can and we all agree? Can we all agree that this is completely yeah. organization's fault? That that this yeah. is not Bill's fault. Bill, Bill ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, blame Bill for wanting to Bill should have been role. in the Oklahoma oh. Thunder five years ago. Yeah, and exactly. they'd have been great. Five years, ago. Been great. five years ago. And they'd have been great. Yep. And they'd have been great. Yep. And so yep. and so speaking speaking about these the little guys, pause. Um speaking yep. about those, moving on to another one. 
I want your I I want both of your opinions on Dame Dollar. Uh, hmm. uh, he, I'm gonna let Inf go first on that. I'd like to hear what he said. I'd like to hear what he said. I, I, Inf, I, I want to know your, your thoughts. What should this young man do right now? Because they did nothing, and then they gave like the second best player on the team away. So, what are they saying? Look, man, I ain't got no heart. Like y'all, y'all niggas can have all that sympathy and all that and the whatever. Right. You and know, the weird number. That's been me too. Because he's had teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had he's had his teams, and and he ain't get it done. Like, bro, he's been there what eleven years, twelve years. Like, he's yeah, been there yeah. for a flip too, and he hasn't he hasn't got it done. So, um, like I said, and, and it's almost like the reverse of, you know, saying. Um, <laughs> your attachments. He taxed himself to Portland. I get it. You know, he even put in his freestyle Joe about, you know, wanting to be the dirt the new dirt and the whiskey, the new uh Hunter Cooper where, you know, he stayed with his team and I feel him, you know, I, you know, it's kudos. But if you're trying to get your name once again up in those stars, you gotta go do what you gotta go do. Like obviously he has no say on what the roster is because these moves are just a bit horrendous, bro. Like so he must not have no say so on that organization because if he if he allowed those those trades to go through, you know what I'm saying, then it's definitely on him. So you know I don't want to hear about yeah. no organizational issues issues from him, you know per se, because if, if he if he saw the paperwork and it was like oh, okay we can do that, then, then bro then you, you get what you deserve. He needs to go. He should have been gone two seasons ago as well. Uh, I heard I heard rumors that he said if he did get traded, I guess before this deadline or maybe this offseason or whenever come up, that he said he wants to stay on the West Coast. Low-key to me, it sounds like he wants to go to the Clippers for real. But I don't know if he wants to go play with LeBron, but I, I feel like he would, wouldn't mind going to the Clippers and playing for them. But he's got to go, bro. He, like, he should have been out of there. He should have taken that max contract. You know, I guess he signed it last year or a year before. I wouldn't have taken it. I would not have taken it, bro. So... He's got to go. All right, all right. Logic, do you have any thoughts on Dame Dollar? I do. Um, I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And again, we throw the GM hats on, and 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 you try to think not just as a fan, but to some type of intellectual level about the game of basketball, not just the X's and O's, but the personality how they fit how it works you can't uh-huh. just you know we've seen that i think i might have referenced that earlier you see the lakers you see brooklyn you see what philadelphia like take to do like you see you, uh-huh. you can't buy your way into the fit like the fit gotta fit right, right. what That's i good. see is in 2022 you have a guy who was 100 percent into playing for the team that he plays for uh-huh. and you see an organization that's a hundred percent into not making it work fine. And we don't blame the organization for that. We blame the player. Like the player is supposed to overcome the organization. We got so comfortable with the LeBron idea of I'll just overcome this. I'll just bring guys to my house and feed them pizza and then make them play harder and then they'll do what I need to do. <laughs> that we just assume that if you don't get it done, it's because you didn't do enough against you know ownership i don't think any of this is dane's problem i don't think dane is personal at all i think dane does not play defense as well as i think he possibly Mm -hmm. could 
a percentage of that is because he's so responsible for the offense because of the team that he plays for. He's so responsible for the offense that it's a lot to add for him to play all this offense and then to strap up at the end of the you know, pulls. Like, it's a lot to ask. It's just a lot to ask, especially in 2022. It, you know, this is not 1984. It, it, it's a different time. So it's just a lot to ask your best offensive player to play defense. It's a lot to ask to say, okay, well, I'm going to give you a backcourt mate that also doesn't play defense. And then you guys are just going to take shots and then somebody got to do other stuff. And then we're not going to get competent people to do the other stuff. We're just going to figure that out. I think Dane is a great guard. I think Dane deserves to play somewhere where, you know, you see somebody like a Kyrie Irving and you've seen how many allowances has been made for him and he has very similar issues than a Dane to me it's, you don't play defense you don't do anything you don't have to though we'll move it around we'll you know we we'll, you go to competent franchises who at least you know put some stuff around it to you know try to fix that Dane has never really been in that situation in my opinion and so now they took his backcourt made away and we're going to see what the organization does to make him happy. Because if they don't do anything, he's going to have to leave. And I agree with you on that. But if they don't do anything to correct this, if they don't bring something in here to make this better for you, if it's going to be another year of you scoring 40 or 50 or 90 and, and you're not winning, you got to go. Because... You only got Rob, a certain me, amount of years to get a pop. You only got Rob, a, give me a two certain amount of years. Give me, give me two specific players. Two specific players that need to be on that roster next year. Okay. You know, one player I would GM. like to be on that roster next year, and it's yeah. not possible now, but you know who I'd like? Yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I think that would help. Yep. I think that would help yep. somebody who could actually play perimeter defense and is not going to shoot. Yep. You can keep shooting. You yep. can keep doing that. Yep. I don't want to do that. As a matter of fact, I got kicked off my last team because I personally refused to do that. So you know what I'll do is play defense on everybody on the court and give you the ball. I think that could work. I think we could create another Allen Iverson out of that team if we put some things around him to prop up the things he can't do. Another person that I would love personally to see around him would be maybe a Jokic. A Jokic, somebody Ooh, I could yeah. run the ball through yeah. so yeah. that you could play off the ball. Because I think, unlike a James Harden, who if he doesn't have mm-hmm. the ball in his hand, he stands in the corner and does nothing. Mm-hmm. I've watched quite a few Portland games. Your man's mm-hmm. moving around. Like, he's he's getting open. He's doing yeah. things. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's moving. So I mm-hmm. think he has the ability to play off the ball. If we ran the ball through another person and I could just get shots up, do this, or take, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think that would work. And yeah, I mean, these are just and perfect that's mutually ideas. beneficial there because Jokic needs yeah. needs him yeah. just as much as he needs exactly. Jokic. Exactly. Yeah, he needs Jamal Murray. He's suffering over there. <laughs> he needs Jamal Murray. Yeah, he needs anybody who can move yeah. around and do their own thing. I need somebody who could do their own thing because at the end of the day, if I'm just standing here yeah. executing passes yeah. from the three-point line, it's it's taken away from the other things that I could do. 
but I got to do this too because they all move around me. So I take the ball and I pick it up and I dribble it and I turn my back and I'm looking and I'm moving. You know, it's a lot I have to do. I think I haven't seen the best possible team for Dane. So I feel like it's unfair to evaluate him negatively as a player because of that. And okay. I think the Portland organization has proven time and time again that they're not the best at putting things around things. They're not I, the best. I, I like what you said there. I think I, I, I like what you said there, and I want to make a segue real quick because you said it's unfair to negatively evaluate him. There's another guy that uh, wasn't moved today who's also constantly <laughs> negatively evaluated. They love to talk about th- this guy. Oh, man. I His think name we talked is about Russell Westbrook. He is such a big topic on every morning NBA show I see about the Lakers. So from Infinite, Easy what shot. I want, this is a two-part question. I want your thoughts on Russell Westbrook, not that you haven't given him before, just that for this conversation, I want your thoughts on Russell Westbrook, the Laker, and are you done talking about the Lakers as anything relevant? Like, should they be placed with the Houston Rockets, with the San Antonio Like, we know they're not doing anything this year. And can we put them away? And why is Russell Westbrook always the scapegoat in this area? Go ahead, Infinite. You got it. You know, I'm I'm just tired of hearing about the bro. Like, we complain about the dude year mm-hmm. in and year out. The utter disdain for this dude. You know, what I'm saying like if if he if he's not a light skin as as uh, Steph Curry, then you know, dudes don't give no no respect to uh, to Westbrook. But the boy led the charge in the league for like 12 years. I mean, he's high. I, I think his I think his body is literally just running out of juice. I don't think it's it's because of his skill set or anything like that. I think the tank is literally winding down the gas. And once again, like I said before, when we talked about Westbrook, LeBron A, once again, just like I said about Dane, LeBron A okayed the paperwork. They logic said a couple minutes ago, them niggas sat down, had pizza, watched uh, the Ninja Turtles joint from 1989. And <laughs> go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Yes, sir. Go, go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. I want you here in LA. Let's go get it. So if Le- once again, LeBron has no problem. I have no problem. Bond like it. I love it. I have no problem because <laughs> once again, outside of THT, we got Kyle Kuzma. So I had no problem, you know, with the, with the whole thing, but to, to put everything on Westbrook year after year and just make him the scapegoat. Like we just not going to talk about AD, you know, half ankle. We're not going to talk about the lack of death on this team. You know what I'm saying? Like, Coach, all them other nothing. issues. Bad coach, bad nothing. coach. Oh my god! Hey, coach, Ooh. we don't talk about nothing. It's, it's just one guy. That's just Frank. Logic. How in 2022, brother? How is Frank Vogel still a coach in this league? Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the, the guy that put that put Rondo and Westbrook out there at the same time. <laughs> I thought that was an offensive answer to the Phoenix Suns. I, I, it mystifies me that you would put it, that. It, nobody wants a strange choice. <laughs> nobody wants to talk it's about that. It doesn't sound like the coach made that choice. Yeah. It sounds like somebody yeah. else said that's what you need to do. And so you said, okay, I'll do it. 
fine. I don't want to get fired, so cool. I'll do that. But that's not. You don't have no shooting. Right. Nothing. You don't have a shot. Nothing. You, you nothing. don't really got nothing there. You got really high energy, back, guy. But right, we bring back sixty-eight-year-old Trevor Ariza. Shout, shout out to my man Trevor Ariza. Sixty-eight-year-old yeah, Trevor Ariza. We drafted him. Should have kept him. Should have kept him the whole time. But you let go your time. best, your best bench player on that team, Alex Caruso. You let him go for nothing. Yo. The best bench player they had. Yep. All right. All right. So now I want to play coffin or courage with you. So are they courageous in the sec in this last half of the season? Are they courageous or do we put them in the coffin? What's up? Uh, that's easy. If AD stays healthy, I'm gonna go out on the limb. I, mean, I don't care. <laughs> They're courageous. If AD, because AD's came came back, but let's see if AD can hold up. I, I still have a chance that they make the playoffs. I, I logic you touched in. I heard you going in. You know, you and Infinite kind of lined up with the same thoughts on Russell yeah. Westbrook, but just from your own bit. mouth, like uh, how you feel about the brother, and do you think it's fair and coffin or courageous for the Lakers? Okay, I'll start with. I don't think it's coffin, but I think it's funeral procession. You understand what I'm saying? Like we're getting, we're putting our suits on, we're getting the white gloves. We're getting things together. I don't think it's done yet. I'm not going to take okay. because I'm tired of saying things fully and then yeah. things turn out the other way. So what I'm going to do is be measured in my approach. I think it's looking dead from the outside, but, mm. you know, it, it could go another hey, way. Logic. logic, don't be scared, nigga. Come on, man. Don't be scared, man. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It's, it's not fear. It's, it's anger because I keep saying things yeah. that I really think is right. right, and then they really turn out not to be right because... I heard somebody else say this many years ago, and I, I realized this to be true now. The game of basketball is more about people than it is about talent. Or It's people. Do they fit? Do they work together? Do they mm-hmm. like each other? I got a job. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily like the people I work with like that. It affects my job. Like it, it, That's just what it is. I think, mm-hmm. and I think me and Joey was talking offline a little bit, Mm-hmm. about how we felt personally right, about right. Russ. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the, the reason Russ takes the things he takes is because he seems to be very open to taking it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't seem to be the type of person who's going to be tweeting back and forth and doing this mm-hmm. and screaming and hooping and hollering and, and, and you know, he, he does his things that he does from time to time, but for the most part, he seems to invite the level of hate that is given he to him. He has that special gene. He has that special gene. Because he, that he is what I don't everybody says they want. I don't, I'm going to play basketball the same way I played basketball since I got here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to stop doing it because it got me here. Mm-hmm. And it keeps me up. And it's getting me these bags. And everybody's hating. Mm-hmm. And all these people are talking. And oh, I'm the mm-hmm. cancer of this and the cancer of that. And I'm this and that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm playing. Anthony Davis mm-hmm. ain't playing. We mm-hmm. just talked about that earlier. He went and put his hand on Russell Westbrook head. Um, not Russell Westbrook. Excuse me. LeBron. On, LeBron. LeBron. LeBron head. Okay, he didn't put his hand on Anthony Davis' head because Anthony <laughs> Davis don't play. I don't got to talk to you. Like, I'm talking to LeBron right now. I, I don't need to talk to you because this is supposed to be your team. 
The whole thing was really centered around you. But you don't catch none of the hate. Don't nobody hate on you. Don't nobody have nothing negative to say about you, even though you're not adding anything to what's going on right now. It's all about me and the shots I'm taking and the things that I'm doing. And it's the same thing that happened when I was in Oklahoma City. It was the same thing that happened when I was in Houston. It's the same thing that happens everywhere I go. It's I'm the person who does everything I can do. And if it don't work, then it's my fault. But it'd be other people who's not doing what they could do. And you don't say nothing about it. And I I think people are still mad about the MVP that he got. They're still mad. There was this thing that was created in Oklahoma City fam, which I hate more than anything else in sports talk and all of that, which is empty stats. I don't believe in empty stats. I don't believe in that. Right. I know a lot of people do. Exactly. I know a lot of people say, you know, you know, we use plus and minus for other guys and say that's the thing, but then we right, look right. at your plus and minus and we don't use it as a thing because your plus and minus is not going to be that good if you're not winning, but it ain't like you not trying to win. It's you know, right. He's just one of these guys who exists in this space in between the old fans, like I would assume that we all are, the older fans who want guys to play hard, to show up every night and give us 100%. And I don't feel like that's ever been Russell Westbrook's issue. I don't ever think there's ever been a time I've watched him play basketball for anybody where I didn't feel like he was doing what he could do. Is he limited as a player? Yes. Is there things that he's not particularly good at? Yes. Does he try to do everything he could do anyway? Yes. And I think that that's noble to me, especially in these times. Where- and, and Westbrook has been further than Dane Lillard. And Dane don't get no smoke. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's all true. I'm saying. So for me, Joey, I think I've always liked Russell Westbrook. Not necessarily always. for his talent or ability. But to me, for the maximization of effort, because we can't really judge your talent or ability unless we see the maximization of effort. One of the things we were talking about earlier when we were talking about James Harden and my man Enf was talking about 35% in different percentages is you see a guy who has the talent and ability, but who also you know has judgment that is used to limit or excel or, you know, like I do that on my own terms. I determine, you know, whatever. You understand what I'm saying? I determine that or or do whatever. I see a dude in Russ who does everything he can do and then takes all the weight. You're on LeBron James' team and you're taking all the weight. LeBron ain't taking no hate. Taking all the shots. AD ain't taking no hate. Coaches ain't taking no hate. Owners ain't taking no hate. GMs ain't taking no hate. Nobody, nobody, just you. It's it, And he continuously goes to every team he goes to and immediately takes all the hate. And he seems to do it willingly. He seems to say mm-hmm. that if that's what I have to do, then that's what I'll do. And so I can't necessarily knock that. That's, that's my thing about it. I can't knock that. It doesn't even seem fair sometimes. It doesn't seem rational. It doesn't seem respectful. It seems like everybody just feels so comfortable slandering that dude at all levels about everything, every time. But he takes it. Year in, he year takes out. it. 
be case. All right. I and and these are both fair assessments. Like I uh I don't have a different take uh from from you guys because I feel like mm-hmm. it's almost uh <laughs> it's just commonplace now that he's gonna take that blame. We're gonna have reels playing where you're gonna talk about multiple shots that he took that are ridiculous. When in actuality, if I number the the multiple times where I've seen LeBron take a ridiculous three-point shot, by the way, who's not a three-point shooter, by the way, who's shooting 35% from three-point, who takes like 11 a game now for some reason, because he's old, you know. He's older. Yeah, yeah he, he, so, he's, so he's not driving to the basket where he could. It's your Magic Johnson years. If I made a reel of that, it would be just as ridiculous. Last night, um, the other night against Portland, for for instance, uh, they're supposed to okay. beat Portland. They lost. Um, they would have made a big deal about how many turnovers. That as a team, they turned the ball over 21 times. Uh, LeBron had six of those turnovers. Russ averages six turnovers. Uh, oh, for his know, career. Uh, like, yeah. Horton yeah. Tucker that night had nine turnovers. By himself, he's been bad this year. He's been nine, bad. nine, nine. He had nine, and that's usually reserved for Russ. So or I, MBDL guys, like that's <laughs> like that's just not you. Not supposed to be in no lineup in the league with nine. But, but the one time that that Monk, who I think is a great player for the Lakers, um, one of the bright spots, right? Monk, I think, uh-huh. is a great player. Instead of talking about Monk and how he went off from three-point the other night, because in that game, they, they ended up losing, but Monk had a an unbelievable game. They still talked about how Russell Westbrook went one of 11. That's all they could talk about. <laughs> Instead of Monk making seven of seven three-pointers, like just a tremendous game, finishing with almost, you know, uh, 30-some points, like – he had an animal game, and Russ got in the way of that too. So for me, Brilliant. you know, yeah, I I am damning the Lakers this year. I'm saying that anytime your leader gets on your the leader that's supposed to give you some kind of insight, some kind of inspiration, uh, anytime he's ready to go home and he tells the reporter, "Yeah, I'm just tired and I need some wine and go to bed," that's what he right. said. That's what LeBron said at the end of the other night. Uh, in the loss to Portland, um, yeah, I'm packing my bags too. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Come on, home, Bronny. <laughs> Wait on Bronny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just said he's gonna get some wine. So I say, look, I'm gonna pour up this uh, Grey Goose, and yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to bed too. <laughs> hey. That's it. Um, good enough for Bron. If it's good enough for the case, right? It's good enough for the press. Hey, hey. Uh, my last NBA question um, is about the All-Star game, unfortunately. Uh, it comes around every year. Uh, we don't have the great engagement of the 90s. Like, you know, there's no dunk contest I'm looking forward to. Uh, the three-point contest, they managed to muddy that up a little bit. It might be semi-interesting. Uh, they wouldn't let your man uh, uh, what's, what's it, uh, for, um, for Milwaukee. For Milwaukee, Milwaukee, he had a whole uh, internet uh, Facebook thing petition trying to get onto the three point contest. Apparently, he can shoot now. Portis, is it Bobby Portis? 
Oh, oh you talking about Portis. Okay. Yeah, Portis. Portis, right. I'm sorry. Wow, he, he really made he really made a petition. Right. Yeah, he made a petition online because he can shoot the three now. <laughs> now he's not scared. Now he's not scared. He he yo, he killed with it the other day. He was he was assassinating the Lakers with that three point. Yeah, you know, we love Poppy, you know, we love Portis over here. Um but yeah, man, uh there's not a lot to look forward to here. Uh, what I want to know from you and logic, look, I'll, I'll begin with you. I just, I just want to know okay. how how do we make this thing more interesting? I see all these, you know, all this uh, fraternization happening where guys that ain't even good this year are getting getting a nod because because the fans want to see, but that's not necessarily a reward system. That's not tell, telling me that the the be- best players are on the floor. So, uh, do you have anything, any thoughts, how you can make that situation better? And also, from you personal, personally, is there anybody that got snubbed off of the All-Star team? Okay. I'll start here. I think we spoke about it before, maybe offline. It's been a long time coming in my mind, but I've kind of gravitated towards the position that, irregardless of how I feel, about all-star selections. I do think that the fans should have the most say in it. And I know that that probably goes against what the world is saying and what all the talking heads think. But I think that that product, the product of the NBA, the reason that it exists in the space that it exists because of the fan basis of of specific individuals. I think that doesn't happen the same way in the NFL. It doesn't happen in the same way. And base it, 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 it's a specific thing to, you know, the energy that individual players give. So I think the system itself is not the issue. I think that the process by which people can select things is the issue. I think that when a guy who I love, like Carmelo Anthony, can get 750,000 votes having played 22 minutes a game for, I don't know, 19 games. Right, right, right. I think there's an issue with the selection process. I just think one guy got to select the same guy 92,000 times. And so, you know, we got to do something about that. Um, The snubs. I don't even know. I think there's snubs every year. I think every year there's, you know, somebody who could have got it that didn't get it. There's always a guy here or there that you feel, you know, Bradley Bill, for instance, was in that position for quite a few years where you should have got it and you didn't. But at the end of the day, the issue isn't the snubs. The issue more so is why did you get snubbed? Who snubbed you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just that you got snubbed. It's why did you get snubbed? Who clicked you? Who got the spot you should have got? You know what I'm saying? Like, who took your seat at the table? Mm -hmm. And that 
I can only reference in comparison to fans being able to go to NBA.com every day. Like three times, I think they redo their thing like every 10 hours. So you go there like every 10 hours and continue to vote for Russell Westbrook right now. And it's like, that's, I fuck with Russ. We just had a conversation about him. I don't have any issues. Do I think he's an all-star this year? No, I do not. No, I do not. I just don't think so. I've seen all-star years from, I've seen better seasons. I've seen better scores. I've seen better assist numbers. I've seen less turn. I've seen better basketball from this guy. And so to me, what's happening with the whole all-star game setup is is, is, is switching a lot to like the Pro Bowl game in football where it's like a whole bunch of people that get it and you're not even sure if they want it. Like, you know, Kyrie Irving got it. How? How's that even possible? Like you didn't, like how? People voted you in if people wanted it. And I'm not trying to diminish his ability. I'm just saying you played eight games this year. Like how? Whose spot did you take? That's my theory on that. Okay. All right. Uh infinite, infinite. I know we talked a lot about uh the all star uh, leading up to it. We 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 even picked yeah. our own, like who we thought would would make it. Um do you have any way that we can make this thing better at all? Like <laughs> I I don't know who you allow to vote to make it fair. I just know that you know, we, we fall victim to what we've fallen since the, since the 90s, since, you know, fans were yeah. involved in the 90s and you'd have a, like an 80-year-old Antonio McDice, uh, you know, making the, pull up. We pull making up. the all-star <laughs> game. So you have any way? What do you see? I don't know, man, but, you know, everybody got their little sneaky intentions, you know what I'm saying? Like you got the, the reporters, you know, Getting paid off by franchises, you know, you got you got coaches that's gonna show favoritism to certain players. Like it's it's almost it's almost like the Grammy committee every year. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> people getting snubbed, you know, out of Oscars and you know, all this type of stuff. It's no different than the NBA. Like uh, I think you know, I think you have to give it to fans. You know, my my my, my biggest like is I think because once again, I think the NBA is just doing a major disservice to itself of not having playground or street culture. You know, just me you talking about this at the bubble. Like, you know, you need to get back to the, to me, you need to get back to the basics. Like, you get you get the team together, like, you know, you get your captains, you know, like some, you know, some interesting to do is to, you know, have to maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the night before, maybe Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have all the, the selected players come out and and play a, play a knockout to, to choose the teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing I used to like about All-Star Weekend, especially back in the day, was like, you know, like, niggas need to be back horse. Like, <laughs> Ooh, certain things like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? A horse would be interesting. Like, that that that, that, that would be hot right there. You know what I'm saying? Because, let me be honest, the dunk, the dunk contest hasn't been what it's been. You know, since like Vince Carter, you know, tore down the building or uh, Dwight Howard, like 
you know, I don't know who's like really out here just like, you know, maybe Anthony Edwards. Is, I don't know if Anthony Edwards is on that dunk contest this year. Now, if he is, then I might I might tune into that a little bit. But you know, I just I just think you can see me back being bring back some, you know, playground antics, you know what I'm saying, that really relate to the everyday person that's watching it, watching the NBA. And, you know, once again, you know, I do like the skills contest, you know, like you said, they, they're kind of doing kind of goofy stuff on, you know, with the three-point contest a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a playground sport. And, I, you know, I just think they, they're doing it to service. But, I mean, I mean, what can you really do? Uh, you know, maybe – Maybe give full car blanche to the fans, you know, to pick, you know what I'm saying, a certain group of dudes. Even if you pick out, maybe maybe you pick out 30 dudes, and like I said, you bring them to, you know, you bring them to Saturday night festivities, and you let them shoot for it. You know, you let them shoot for teams, just like we did back in 95, you know, 94 in your neighborhood. Like, let them shoot for teams, you know what I'm saying? Something something grounded, you know. I, I think the grounded aspect of the game is, is missing for All-Star Weekend, you know. Wow. Just to answer your question about the dunk contest, it's going to feature yeah. Toscano Anderson, Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, yeah, Obi Toppin, and Cole Anthony. Oh, Anthony's a dunker. <laughs> Brother Paul, this should have been Anthony Edwards. I, I do understand Jalen Toppin. Toppin is a pretty pretty good dunker. I don't mind that too much. But Toscano Anderson, dog, like this is saying like the the dunk contest thirty thirty five years ago was like. The biggest stars in the, in the league, you know, 20 years ago, the biggest stars in the league, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you just got these essentially bench players. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's wild. So, that you know, I, I understand both your, your positions. I, I don't have anything to add in this area, uh, mainly because of Cassandra, but I'll get to that later. Um, I just want to say for for clarity – you know, snubs happen every year. The All-Star game will never get better as long as the fans have the uh, 80% vote because fan is fanatical. So you're always going to want to see who's near and dear to your heart, never who actually deserves to be there, which is why I can take the logic out of a podcast by speaking from the heart, right? Like, it uh-huh. just, it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. You're not gonna. You still have... mad at old girl that said that about you? That's crazy. <laughs> you still feeling have... that? You still feeling that? <laughs> you still feeling that? He's like, he's still trying to sell that shit. Like, yeah, listen, yeah. Kid, like this is why I do it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's hard. That... It's, it's a hard girl. It's a hard big girl. <laughs> it's not hard. That that's never that gonna change. Heart. It's never gonna change. So so I you yeah. know short of having the referees vote because they see more of the NBA players than anybody up close. Um. You're never gonna Not start gambling, idiots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. but at least they gamble all facts, like you know, like stats and and what they see, production, actual, you know, things that go on on the court. Because just like Logic said, uh, yeah, Melo may may have averaged 18 minutes a game in the in the in the 20 games he played, you know, before they voted. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. hey, I want to see Melo. Is he still is he still seeing Lala? <laughs> I yes. put him in anyway. Don't do that. That's that's let's, let's that's what it's based. Let's don't make that, it that's that the kind of shit that goes on in their head, like yeah. You know. No, it's, it's that's that's we all know that's that's real man and woman stuff there. That's another conversation for another day. With that said, this has been logic over everything. It's over, and it's been everything.
Thank you for listening. Fuck Evan Fournier also.